Are you ready? Oh. <laughs> nipples. Welcome in to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, I mean always, he means always, she means always, they mean always, you mean always, an instant classic. There he <laughs> We will see you on the flippity dippity. Oh yeah. I apologize everybody there there are things that me and Casey talk about where I give him an idea and I realize shit he has control of the board yeah yeah it's probably the worst thing ever um <laughs> you, you can but, you uh, can blame that on on the beard <laughs> but uh What's going on, good people? Back at it again. Uh, the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, and I mean always, never has just. I mean, uh, an instant classic. Um, tonight, we're, we're going to talk about uh, CM Punk's return, which happened actually as we were doing the video last week. Uh, I didn't want to spoil it for anybody who you know may have not been watching live at the time, uh, but that was kind of the that was kind of like the oh okay moment of the week last week. Um and then two what was the other topic thing on it? Clash at the castle. Clash at the castle, that's right. Um just like from what and I don't remember when the show is exactly. Do y'all know when the show is? I can't remember. Uh give me give me one second. I will look that up, but please carry on. Uh but I've been hearing rumors that they're going to pull the trigger on uh, taking the titles off Roman at Clash of the Castle, which if if it's Drew that does it, I think it kind of sucks, but uh, I think there's other uh, avenues they could go with that. But let's start with um, Punk's return and the uh, his face-off with current interim uh, AEW champion, um, John Moxley. I I uh I was kind of surprised because I, I I thought he was hurt a little bit like more badly than that, which is not a yeah. They, they made it yeah. They made it seem like it was a, like like almost I don't want to say career ending, but like it was going to be like I think they said three to four months or something like that, and then I heard nine. Yeah, and maybe I don't want to necessarily just jump to oh this will work. I think they were just being cautious. And mm-hmm. he his recovery uh, was going up a lot, a lot better than they expected, which is good. And Clash of the Castle September third, so okay. so not in a in a couple couple of weeks. So not yeah, not next Saturday, but the following Saturday. Yeah, and, and I think too, like uh, with the whole punk return like i think that's why i was so so surprising because i thought he was like hurt hurt uh and i've been hearing a lot about him missing the show in chicago again i think um i don't remember what show is that all out all out that's in chicago so i mean i've been hearing a lot about oh he's gonna miss that show again blah 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 blah. but now it seems like he's back um I, i mean i've seen a couple articles too that like you know maybe they were trying to just like get a good you know 
because of everything happening with WWE, maybe they're trying to get a good surprise. Uh, and not not to say they rushed him back, but they rushed him back before maybe he was ready for in-ring competition um, in terms of trying to compete with WWE a little bit because WWE, you know, has been uh, the land of surprises lately, especially with Triple H taking over. Um, they've been kind of feeling like, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, you know, they've been the the box of chocolates over there. You never know what you're going to get. So <laughs> I, I uh, it it makes me wonder, you know, because I saw, uh, and this is the first article I'd seen of this time uh, of this uh, type on a daily DDT. They were talking about how, like, you know, if Punk's not ready, then uh, this other guy could could face Moxley or something like that. Um, and that was interesting because I didn't really think about him coming back as you know, uh, oh, you know, this is surprising. Let him cut a couple promos, you know, build it up slowly, blah blah blah. Um, and then you know, when he's ready to come back, he's ready to come back. So. That was another thing I was thinking about too. Like maybe they were trying to surprise the audience a little bit, like, you know, sneak something up on us, but I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I, for the most part, for the majority of the time, I've heard that punk is uh, ready to go, but you know, I mean, I guess that's kind of back of the head type of a scenario. You know, you never know. Um, but I mean, definitely it was a good return. Bless you. It was a good return. Um, and at the same time, um, I think it it, it kind of gives a little bit more excitement. I, you know, say what you will about John Moxley and and the things he does outside of AEW and whatnot, uh, and you know what what uh, legitimacy that gives to AEW in, in different ways. But um, you know, I, I think it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think you know, Punk always you know seems to put good work out there. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited going in. I, I, I don't know when all out is right off the top of my head. Like I'd have to look that up too, but um, it definitely, definitely should be uh, I mean, I should be a good, a good show. What, what do you guys think of the CM Punk return um, September 5th? So it's, what's coming up. Oh, so, okay. So, okay. It is September 5th. So wait, you said the show September 5th? Yeah, all out September fifth. Oh, that's two. That's twenty twenty. Never mind. I was gonna um, say it would have to. It would have to be the fourth, if anything. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, let me look. Hold up. Um, because I mean, I mean, just for for what it's worth, man. They ever since All In, they've they've usually cornered it right around Labor Day, which you know, makes yeah, you're right. Makes sense. You're right. September fourth. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's 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 coming up. Yeah. Um, so that that'll actually be. That'll actually be a fun weekend. Uh, I mean, let, let me let me put it this way because I think we talked about it before about the whole Saturday show thing. Maybe with the the main shows like the stuff we know, SummerSlam, Rumble, you know, Mania, what have you, keep those on Sunday. The specials you could do stuff like that, like on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. But I know they would probably they, they want to. They're they're trying something new. And sidebar, I heard this through the grapevine. I don't know how I don't know how legit this is, but supposedly AEW wants to go to two day events, which would be stupid. Like like you already you're already doing the proper formula with you know four or five pay per views a year. So we like one every quarter. And, and they're 
they're getting pretty decent buys. So I, I really hope that's not the case. But anyway, but, but, but like with the the I think the one they did a few years ago, uh, the uh, I don't think it was Starcade. They had done some type of I think it might have been Starcade where they did WWE did some type of uh, WCW show, but it was a house show, and I know that because it was in in Cincinnati, not too far from me. And I think that was on a Saturday. So stuff like that, you I don't mind, but with like the big shows, let's let's keep it to let's just keep it to. To, to Sunday, and with uh, with all with all out or all in, I think it's the, the the perfect setup. Right around Labor Day, you have it on a Sunday, boom, and people can absorb it still being off the next day. So I I think that's a home run, and I, it was a it was really good timing for Punk to return when he did. Uh, it's not because I don't think he was ready a few weeks ago, but it's not, it's not so, you know, distant where we can't have just a little bit of, a little bit of build between now and then, because you got tomorrow, next, uh, next Wednesday, and then the week after that to at least give some, give some excitement of, you know, about that, about that show and, you know, about that match, because, Punk's going to be a match of baby face. Moxley will hopefully. <laughs> there's not too much of a of a split on the audience that you know Moxley will absorb being the heel. Um, but they, like, there's perfect time for Punk to come back because like the show has fallen off a cliff since he's been gone. I mean the the interest was kind of sort of here and there with this stuff or with MJF. MJF stuff, but just the the show as a whole, there was no direction, and I I don't want to say I forgot, but to me it was meaningless to have Moxley as champion. The whole interim champion thing is is still stupid. I mean, you could build a storyline from when a guy comes back and goes like, "I'm going after a title that I did not lose," but like, so right now, technically, Punk is champion, but Moxley holds the belt. And it's, it's, it just doesn't work that way. If you can't defend it, you forfeit it, then you can do a tournament or battle, whatever. And then that person becomes the champion. Not interim, becomes the champion. Yeah, well, it's, and I think, it, too, like, I think the thing about the interim thing that I don't like um, is it really it really doesn't it, – it, it's just not continuous. It doesn't make sense. Um, it's one of those things where it's like – it's it's overdone on top of that like like the whole like um i never lost and i got the title like i'm trying to get the title back like it's it's a fine storyline especially when done right i mean we saw it with uh who was it jay lethal and uh jay briscoe way back when a couple yeah. of years ago you know and it was done perfectly i don't you know and i don't remember like i remember there being two titles but i don't remember jay lethal being like the interim champion he was the champion cuz the champion's gone. He's injured, right? There's no need for an interim champion because then what are you when the champion comes back? Did you not really earn the title? Were you just keeping it warm while the champion was out? Like, what What does that mean? What What does the term interim, you know, even I guess, mean I, in that I regard? Guess, 
I could simplify it this way. There was the same thing where they had the calamity with the TV title. The, the interim champion should be called dot, dot, dot transition champion. Mm-hmm. Because that's because that, that's literally all, that's literally what you're telling us now. Even if when the person's ready, still let it fester a little bit and just let that person sit another week or two. Again, I'm just amateur booking here, whatever. Like, but like that doesn't always have to be. That doesn't always have to be the immediate. Like, well, boom, just you just throw them right into the mix. Like, no, still get them. The person comes back, let them get some wins on the TV, and then declare that hey. I want to go after the, the the title that I never lost, but but it's got to be earned, still in my in my humble opinion. Uh, Casey, you want to chime in? Uh, stuff and things and Punk and Moxley. Wait, when did when did Punk get hurt? I want to say it was like in in. May. It was shortly after Double or Nothing, or may possibly early June. Okay, maybe maybe that's why I'm like, and and, and not that I you know when guys you know get hurt and they say oh six to nine months, not that I want them to be out for a while, but it's almost like I'm almost t- and and I, I'm sure this wasn't the case. I'm sure he just healed quickly. I'm sure, it, it, and maybe it was a super Cena thing where they wanted him back sooner than probably he should be. But I, I feel like I almost wanted, like, maybe needed him to be gone a little bit longer. Because I feel like, yes, he's been gone for a while. But, again, I, I, I almost feel like it was just yesterday that, you know, we heard that he got hurt. Um but then that could also be because, you know, he was completely out of wrestling for what? Seven years. Seven years. So, like, now him being gone for a couple months doesn't seem that long. Um, I mean, for AEW it is because, like you said, it, like, there it went to shit when he was gone. Um, but also, and, and uh, I... I I feel like that's a bad thing for AEW. The fact that he is basically, or it seems like he is basically the glue for that company. That's not a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it's, you know, it's cool that he's there, but you need to be able to, God forbid he does get hurt again, right? Because he is getting, you know, he is one of the older guys on, on the roster. Um, not to not to say that he's old, but he's one of the older guys on the roster. When you get older, you're more you know susceptible susceptible to injuries. So if that happens again, you gotta they gotta do something to where the the show doesn't completely go to shit. You know, if, if one of their main guys go, you know goes down with an injury, um, and I feel like AEW doesn't do that. Um, as far as the interim champion. It's just a stupid thing that that they do, because uh, at the end of the day, as much as AEW tries to you know poke at WWE and wants to be big competition for WWE, 
they also really just want to be WWE. Let's not lie to ourselves. You know, they're already WWE. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I, I'm happy he's back, but like, I, I feel like, like, I, I don't have that, like, oh my God, he's back moment, you know? I, which I, I kind of want when somebody returns. Um, in, in a way, it's almost like, I, I remember we were talking about this a while ago, uh, one of the last times that The Rock returned. And we were like, yeah, it's cool. But he returns so much that it's like, I, I, I'm not excited anymore. Like, you got to be gone a little bit longer for it to like really, you know, I, I can't miss you if you're not gone. And, and yes, he was, you know, Punk was gone, but it was only for a couple months, you know. Well, to piggyback off of that, and I, I, I get it. He was, he was gone seven years. Tony really wanted to use him, and plus, Punk probably, all these guys, him, Danielson, whoever, they really do want to elevate the young guys, and and that is great. But here was the problem. Not only was Punk used right away, he was used way too much right mm-hmm. away. So it, like, it felt like that, like that seven years then got thrown by the way. It was like he, that he was still, uh, had only been gone maybe like six or seven months up to that point. Like, like, the specialness wore off very, very quickly. So in this instance, now kind of pick your spots a little bit better. Keep them more for, not an attraction, but just more on, on a big show basis. And not just use them on Rampage. And use them in these mindless, meaningless uh, six-man tags and, and whatnot. So, like, and I think this is where an experienced booker could say, like, Punk, I... I I know, I know you want to do this, and I appreciate that. You can be hands-on in those uh, certain segments and whatnot to give your input, but I can't have you on TV all the time because, especially the television audience, is gonna it's going to wane on them a little bit. It'd be like, man, they're using him a lot. It's starting to lose its luster, and then he's just another guy. And you can't treat him just as another guy. He's your biggest star on the roster, so keep him special as such. Yeah, I, I think that was excellently put. Let's move into this uh, Clash at the Castle. Roman potentially losing the titles to Drew. Um, so Roman Reigns is facing Drew McIntyre at Clash at the Castle, um, you know, ac- across the pond. So kind of in Drew's wheelhouse a little bit, uh, kind of in Drew's home. I don't know if it's his hometown exactly, but home area at least. It's not his hometown per se, but before we go into that, can we talk about that promo last night? Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, kudos, aside from, yes, Triple H, and we'll, we'll, we'll get into that, you know, when, when the time is right as a whole, but kudos to Drew and to Kevin Owens for, for actually sounding authentic. They sounded like they meant what they said. They believed what they said, particularly from Drew. I mean, yeah. when he gets in his face and starts going off and says, I was the chosen one 
15 years ago and I was fired and I mm-hmm. had bust my, you like that stuff that everybody already knows. And yeah. he, he, he penciled that in and slam, slam dunk the ending where he says, don't you give me that BS ever again. I'm like, Oh yeah. Well, and, and I think too, uh, another, you know, on the, on the other side of that was, you know, Kevin Owens who, has felt like I think, especially over the past couple of years, like of course he won the Universal Title and you know that was fun, but that was like the peak of his main roster stuff. Like, well, actually, not even the peak. That was like the peak title-wise, I guess. But technically, I think the peak was him beating John Cena, you know, his first night. But it felt like it's went like almost downhill since then. Uh, somehow, with a guy that talented, with a guy who's that good, you know, how how in the world does that happen? Um, and you know, it's it's cool to see him kind of back to who he should be, um, you know, back to the prize fighter thing, back to the, you know, I, I care about winning titles. I care about, uh, you know, I'm here for a reason. I'm not, I'm not just here to, uh, you know, pick up a paycheck. Like I'm, I'm here for a real reason. And I think, uh, I think to see, and I don't want to say his growth cause he was already good. Uh, but to see like actually a little bit more, uh, openness from him to be able to kind of be himself and, and, you know, not just, Oh, Kevin Owens is entertaining. Let's do the KO show tonight. Like it's nice to see him as a wrestler again. Right. Like, you know, and they even said it like, you know, I I don't remember the quote right off the top of my head. Um, but you know, they were like, you know, we're two wrestlers in a wrestling ring. And so let's wrestle or whatever. Like, you know, everybody knows what I'm saying, but that's the thing. Like, you know, to, to to just like hear that kind of change of pace in WWE, um, I think it's been a has been a lot of fun. Um, and you know, this change in management has made me want to watch Raw more. Uh, you know, I found myself, you know, trying how by hook or by crook to to watch Raw last night. Whether I was busy, whether I was doing something else, I was trying to watch Raw. Uh, you know, so I, I think and that's a good thing. Um, you know considering and we, we've, we've talked about it before like you know raw getting better makes AEW better and vice versa right if AEW's you know showcasing that they can be great then raw and then, then wwe of course wants to uh you know push themselves a little bit harder too so um yeah I, yeah i mean that was that was a, a great promo and i'm hoping that we definitely get uh more of that because I mean, if you're if you're gonna give Kevin Owens, and I do think he is worth every dime to that company, you, you're gonna pay him seven figures. You need him to do stuff like what he just did last night. Not this whole nonsense with with uh, Ezekiel. N- none of that crap. Like, let him be the guy that talks a lot of shit, whatever, and and tears it up in the ring. I mean, hell, he mentioned it last night. He goes in this very building, me and Sami Zayn five six years ago. Had a match that people are still talking about. It's like, yes, that that's, and plus that's the Sammy Zayn that needs to that they need to yeah. tap into and, and bring back. Granted, I, I give him this of the quote sports entertainment stuff with Sammy. He's at least good at it, but mm-hmm. at like at the same time, the guy can go. He can still go. Yeah, yeah. I I think they've uh, missed not missed the boat, but like the, 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 the first ship that came by, they missed it with Sammy, I think uh, just because like he was coming up uh, from NXT and everybody. And I mean, you know, like you said, I mean, Sammy's done some good things. 
uh, in this little hokey jokey character because he's Sammy and he's that good. But, um, you know, you kind of miss a Sammy Zane that could compete with some with some other guys, a Sammy Zane that could, you know, stand the test with, you know, Kevin Owens and these guys. But um, so, I mean, you know, going back to it, like, uh, Casey, did you did you have any thoughts on that? Do you want to chime in? They can't. They can't say those words, though. <laughs> yes, they can. Embrace it. Embrace oh. it. I I have been trained for twenty years that they can't say wrestle. They can't say fans. They can't say belt. Sports entertainment mania. This is turning into like demolition, man. With like every time someone cussed, like the little demerit popped out of the walls. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, with Clash of the Castle, for me, you know, I, I've heard some rumors that, and it's probably just one rumor, it might not even be true. I hope it's not. Uh, but at the same time, like, you know, somebody brought up a good point. Uh, I popped into the video Justin was doing, the watch along he was doing for NXT and we just kind of, we were, Big we were talking shot. about it. Uh, and you know, I was like, I, I was like, if Reigns is gonna lose the title, I think he needs to lose it to somebody who's gonna be uh elevated because they won the title from Roman. Like, yes, you know, I mean, I still think Drew would be elevated, but Drew, I mean, Drew is Drew, like, you know, Drew's that dude, like, there's no need to, I mean, there, there's no sugarcoating that, like, like, you know, Drew's a bona fide star, but like, to to have a guy like Kay and Cross return and you know, him get his chance or uh, even like, uh, you know, I, I can't remember a uh, theory, you know, for him to cash in or something like, you know, it protects Roman, it protects Drew, but at the same time, it, uh, you know, it, it gives theory a much needed win that he, that I think instead of cashing in and losing, he definitely needs. Um, cause I mean, you know, I mean, I was watching theory last night. I haven't, I've watched, uh, you know, I haven't watched a lot of raw consistently. Um, you know, and I saw theory in NXT and his characters is just, you know, completely different than that. But like to him getting in, you know, Ziggler's face last night, like, you know, he, he has something like he has, you know, uh, for lack of a better term, that, that whole like it factors type thing. Like he had, you know, he has it, like he has what, what you need, uh, you know, to be entertaining. And I think to be a really good heel champion. Um, but I think there's a lot of fans that are like, I don't know if he's ready yet. Like who is this young kid or whatever? And is it the title that's going to define him? I don't know. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like going back to the money in the bank, like it would be good for him to cash in. Um, it might be a little too early, but you know, for him to cash in and kind of ruin Drew's moment too, like that's, that's a big, like, you know, history making, uh, you know, type of type of move that he could, that he could do at, at clash of the castle. I don't know if they'll do it. Um, I don't, I personally don't think Roman, uh, should lose the title yet. I, I, I just don't, um, I, I don't. I don't think to Drew. I, I like. I like Drew so much. I think Drew is great, um, and he's you know he he's a really good face to what Roman Reigns is as a heel. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I feel like this is the perfect time to like elevate a guy like for like I said before, Karrion Cross, who I questioning his return some in terms of like the fans, because I remember why, like, you know, I watched his return uh, back, back again. It didn't feel like he got the reaction that I think he should have gotten. 
you know, for, for a guy who was so over in NXT. And I mean, he was so over and then soured on NXT uh, by the fans. But at the same time, like a guy who was, you know, who everybody wanted to see be successful, you know, I don't know. It's kind of tough to be like, maybe he's the right, you know, guy for that. I don't know. But what do you guys think? Do you guys think it's time for Roman to lose the title? Do you think if so, who, you know, should it be Drew? Should it have been somebody else? Like, is this, this like, you know, home, home area, home country, whatever, you know, this home area advantage type thing that Drew has, should they run with that? Like, you know, okay. You know, he's, you know, he's, I mean, Roman beat everybody else and everybody else's hometown. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of struggling with it, but what, what do you guys think? Uh, let's, let's go to Casey first. I want to see what he, he thinks about this whole, is it time? Who should who should be that guy? You know. I'm thinking. Thinking. Why you gotta go first? Um, you know, I, I just wanted to change it up some. I thought. I thought maybe I mean, you like change, you don't change things. You know? like I thought. I thought maybe no, like. You don't. You don't do that. You don't. Adam, what are your thoughts? Since since DJ ain't doing his things. Job. And matches and stuff. No? Okay. Well, it worked for you, jerk. <laughs> anyway, no. The, 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 the time needs to come soon for him to lose, but I don't think it's here. I mean, you, you had to have a match that is going to sell the show. And I don't even know what else is on the card. I mean, I, I will I will give WWE this. There this is this is the focal point of the show. Because like obviously that this will be the the main event. But and I but I just I don't know I don't think I don't think Roman should lose. But I don't think Drew should win. But I don't want them to do some chicanery where you make Drew look weak. Because I do think they've been smashing him the last couple of weeks or when it was, you know, baiting about that he was going to be having this match. Um, and I don't think – so that's another thing, too. Theory is the is partially the X factor here because, I mean, does, does, he, does he lose it here? Or, or basically does he try to cash in there and gets, gets – uh, Smash uh, gets his legs come out underneath him, that or like, I don't know. I, uh, I I don't know just just because it's because I, I want that to be a special a special moment too to where like maintaining him as a heel, not just cat you know cash it in he you know gets a cheap win. And people kind of had like the, the groan, like go away heat. Like I want it to be like I want it to be the point where people are wanting to and know that it's not those type of fans anymore, but where you know they're like, you mother that's why I'm almost wondering if, if you even hold that hold that over until Cody comes back and he and he cashes in on him type of thing. I, I don't I don't know. But in terms of in terms of Roman. It, it, it's. I'm trying to find it. Like, if you do it between now and Mania, I don't think you need to let it go that long. But Survivor Series isn't what it used to be. 
I don't like I don't know what other like big show non big show I should say is coming up. Yeah. Because I mean like yeah, I mean like do you let this go to the rumble? You know, and, and I don't think I don't think this is any type of gimmick match or anything. I think this is just a, a straight up match, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So because I mean obviously you're gonna have the Usos involved. And they're going to make it look like, you know, Drew McIntyre's King Kong, where he fights him off, or maybe, you know, uh, Kevin gets involved. Because that's the other thing, too, is they, 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 they sprinkled in, they sprinkled in a little, uh, little breadcrumb at the end of that segment after they had that match where he stunned McIntyre and he looked at the Usos and says, says, Roman owes me one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, just but it, just, in terms of to back to the the point of the matter, but to to the point of the show, where how do how do we go to about go about this? I don't think I don't think Roman should lose yet. Um, and maybe and maybe with the theory thing again, like like he cashes in, but he only but he only wants one. Be- I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, but in the midst of all this, it does leave something to the imagination of how they could go about it. Because I don't I don't think it's anything you can call because Drew is legit. He would be, you know, and but you know, I think Triple H, I think Triple H will do an actual wrestling angle storyline, what have you. I'll put it this way. If Vince was still at the helm, Drew, I think, would go over. I don't think that's the case here, though. All right, Casey, what you uh, speaking of case, what do you think? Still thinking. Go to, go to Justin. Uh, well, hey. we're going to talk about booty beats. <laughs> My, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care if Roman loses. He's not going to, but I don't care. What I care about is how are you going to have a show in Cardiff, Wales and not have Mark Andrews, literally the only person on the WWE roster who is from Cardiff, Wales, on this show? But But isn't he in camp right now with the Ravens? (laughs) <laughs> he can do both. Okay, he can do both. But if I, I'm just saying, whatever whatever regimen he, he does in between being bulked up as a tight end and then just just trim the <laughs> fuck down to be a wrestler, I I give him props. Maybe it's the hand waving. Maybe it's the hand waving. That's, That's what it is. That's what it's the skateboarding. Band, it's it's the skateboarding. Band, he's also in a band, so like he's he's doing everything. Um. My band, my band, my band, my band, my band. <laughs> uh, but on a real note, uh, WWE doesn't know how to spend money properly uh, because I know we've talked about how we want to see pay-per-views, you know, overseas, you know, more often because if you're a, you know, global company, you should be, you know, be able to go to other countries with your shows. Right, they do it with Raw SmackDown, but I think when we were talking about that, 
we were referring to like big shows, not the big show, but big shows like Mania, the Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam. I think those are the shows that they need to have, you know, overseas in other countries because you're already spending a ton of money to have this show overseas. This isn't going to be a cheap show. Obviously, WWE shows aren't cheap anyway, but, you know, this is going to cost them a, a good amount. Why would you not be like, okay, let's just do this for Mania or for SummerSlam or, you know, what have you? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a waste of money doing it for this kind of throwaway pay-per-view. But here, and here's here's the reason I can give one small example. A, you can't do it live, and they they want to be live now because for them to present it over here, I mean, I guess in a way, I mean, the, if we want to call the Saudi shows special, dot dot dot, sure. they're not. But there's there's especially in, in England, or in this case, you know, Scotland, and in that region, they're six hours ahead. It's it's going to be, it's already a, a, a chore to try to watch the Saudi shows at randomly, whatever it is, one o'clock during the day. Well, okay, but then you, then you have to, you're, you're basically admitting that your, your, you know, American fans are more important because... When they have pay per views in the in the states, people from other countries have to stay up till three, four, five a.m. True, I, I got you. I got you. So it's like, you know, why why don't you make it something special for them? And you know, we can for one pay per view, you know, we can stay up or you know figure out how to how to watch it. Yeah, that's a good that's, yeah, that's a good point. Um, any any final thoughts? Anyone? Everyone? Justin? Oh, oh wait. Forgot. <laughs> yeah. Well, if not, uh, DJ, do you have a do you have a a, a famous quote which you would like to tell us? Since you I, never are you ready? Nipples. <laughs> I am so sorry. I am so sorry. It's so horrible. Um, focus, always, focus by focus, ladies and gentlemen. As, uh, I, I mean, at least, at least, if if you're gonna be foolish, put all the logos on there, so I won't have to do it like this. Um, wait a minute! Always, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! What, Casey? I'm 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 teeing you up here, Vince. Vince, they just said wrestler on TV. What's your reaction? Nipples? No, you jackass! <laughs> I didn't get the script. What's I supposed to say? You can't say that. Blah blah blah, and and Vince mannerisms. Michael, get in there. The clip you just played, you son of a bitch. Not ready. And nipples. That 
So Casey's fired. Well, that, that. Welcome to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that had a beard and nipples. That one. <laughs> anyway, as always, uh, one more. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the real deal, featuring a beard and nipples. Was it that one? Spotify. Was it Apple Podcast? Anchor. Was it that? Was it that one? Listen, you can watch us on YouTube, Facebook. Now I need to know. I'm done with these two. I really am. No, don't throw me into the mix. Hey, see y'all. See y'all. Who were the influence? Ready?